January the 25th, 2024, 2 Samuel chapter 20, Wisdom and Place. Glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. You, indeed, are an awesome God. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. And Father God, we thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Wow, my Lord. As I sit here and just bask in thought about who you are, all that you've done, all that you continue to be, your blessings, your mercy, your love, I'm just in awe, Father God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. God, I thank you. I thank you. I bless you. I praise you. We lift you up today, Father God. We exalt your holy name, the name of Jesus that you've given to your son, Jesus. We thank you that we are able to sit before you, to lay before you, to labor before you, to serve you, to do as you've created us to do. Thank you for giving us this day our daily bread. We bless you. We praise you. In the mighty and majestic name of your son, Jesus, we pray today. Glory, 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 hallelujah. And family, thank you guys. Thank you for yet again being with me and allowing me to be with you in your quiet time, your quiet moment with the Lord, our God. It's an honor, indeed it is, and it's a privilege. And family, I say it every day, but I do not take it lightly. Yesterday, we spoke about David having a forgiven heart. And we may not forget easy, but we are called to forgive immediately. Let us go right into this word on today. Holy Spirit, lead us, guide us. In the name of Jesus, we pray. 2 Samuel chapter 20, Wisdom in Place. Now there happened to be there a worthless man whose name was Sheba, the son of Bichri, a Benjaminite. And he blew the trumpet and said, we have no portion in David, and we have no inheritance in the son of Jesse. Every man to his tents, O Israel. So all the men of Israel withdrew from David and followed Sheba, the son of Bichri. But the men of Judah followed their king steadfastly from the Jordan to Jerusalem. And David came to his house at Jerusalem, and the king took the ten concubines whom he had left to care for the, for the house and put them in a house under guard and provided for them but did not go into them. So they were shut up until the day of their death, living as if in widowhood. Then the king said to Amasa, call the men of Judah together to me within three days and be here yourself. So Amasa went to summon Judah, but he delayed beyond the set time that had been appointed him. And David said to Abishai, now Sheba, the son of Bichri, would do us more harm than Absalom. Take your Lord's servants and pursue him, lest he get himself to fortified cities and escape from us. And there went out after him Joab's men, and the Cherethites, and the Pelethites, and all the mighty men. They went out from Jerusalem to pursue Sheba, the son of Bichri. 
when they were at the great stone that is in Gibeon, Amasa came to meet them. Now Joab was wearing a soldier's garment, and over it was a belt with a sword in its sheath fastened on his thigh. And as he went forward, it fell out. And Joab said to Amasa, Is it well with you, my brother? And Joab took Amasa by the beard with his right hand to kiss him. But Amasa did not observe the sword that was in Joab's hand. So Joab struck him with it in the stomach and spilled his guts to the ground without striking a second blow, and he died. Then Joab and Abishai, his brother, pursued Sheba, the son of Bichri. And one of Joab's men took his stand by Amasa and said, Whoever favors Joab and whoever favor is for David, let him follow Joab. And Amasa lay wallowing in his blood in the highway. And anyone who came by seeing him stopped. And when the man saw that all the people stopped, he carried Amasa out of the highway into the field and threw a garment over him. When he was taken out of the highway, all the people went on after Joab to pursue Sheba, the son of Bichri. And Sheba passed through all the tribes of Israel to Abel of Beth Makkah. And all the Bichrites assembled and followed him in. And all the men who were with Joab came and besieged him in Abel of Beth Makkah. They cast up a mound against the city, and it stood against the rampart, and they were battering the wall to throw it down. Then a wise woman called from the city, Listen, listen, tell Joab, come here that I may speak with you. And he came near her, and the woman said, Are you Joab? He answered, I am. Then she said to him, Listen to the words of your servant. And he answered, I am listening. Then she said, They used to say in former times, let them but ask counsel at Abel. And so they settled the matter. I am one of those who are peaceable and faithful in Israel. You seek to destroy a city that is a mother in Israel. Why will you swallow up the heritage of the Lord? Joab answered, Far be it for me, far be it, that I should swallow up or destroy. That is not true, but a man of the hill country of Ephraim called Sheba, the son of Bichri, has lifted up his hand against King David. Give up him alone, and I will withdraw from the city. And the woman said to Joab, Behold, his head shall be thrown to you over the wall. Then the woman went to all the people in her wisdom, and they cut off the head of Sheba, the son of Bichri, and threw it out to Joab. So he blew the trumpet, and they dispersed from the city every man to his own home. And Joab returned to Jerusalem to the king. Now Joab was in command of all the army of Israel, and Benaiah the son of Jehoiada was in command of the Cherethites and the Pelethites, and Adoram was in charge of the forced labor. And Jehoshaphat the son of Ahilud was the recorder, and Shiva was the secretary and Zadok and Abiathar were priests, and Ira the Jarite was also David's priest. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for your word this morning. Wisdom, 
in place. Family, friends, there is a lot going on here. Wow. Yesterday, let me see if I can break it down, right? Yesterday, at the end of the of the chapter, we, we did not speak about it, but the text mentioned the tension between Judah and the northern tribes. Sheba, the son of Bikri, took advantage of that and declared division and proposed war. Joab yet again displays his brutal character and kills Amasa, taking back control of the king's army and pursued Sheba. Now, I hope you didn't miss in this chapter, I hope you didn't miss it when, when Joab is besieging or besieging the town of Abel of Beth Makkah and attacking it in order to drive out a rebel, Sheba, who had taken refuge there, a wise woman from within the city walls calls out to him to speak with her and he does so. This is a clear indication that she holds a position of authority that Joab would have recognized. She uses clever language as did the wise woman in chapter 14. Remember the wise woman that Joab used to tell David about the story of her mourning, the death of her husband and the people would kill her son leaving the father with no bloodline? Remember, this was the story that convinced David to return Absalom to Jerusalem out of hiding. This wise woman here negotiates for the lives of the people in Abel by agreeing to turn over the rebel Sheba, or rather his head, to Joab. The narrator of this story, of, of this um, Second Samuel, does not hesitate to paint her as the representative of the people of Abel and as a person they will listen to in matters of war and politics. They agree to her plan and the attack is called off. In both of the stories of the wise women, their authority is recognized both by their people and by national figures such as David and Joab. Why is this important? Because if we are not careful, we will miss the importance women play throughout history and throughout life. It is subtle in the Old Testament, but bolder in the New Testament. Father God, we bless you. We praise you, Father God. We recognize, Father, when you set policy in order for us here on this side of eternity, you said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. We know that your word declares that you blessed them. You gave this decree to them, both man and woman. We all have a part to play in your divine plan. Therefore, Father, we lay before you today, Lord God, seeking further instructions. We pray that we are in place, in position, to receive this day our daily bread. We pray this in the mighty and majestic name of your Son, Jesus, our Savior and Lord. Glory, hallelujah. Family, do be blessed on today. 
Let these words of instruction, these words of encouragement, these words of enlightenment, let it walk with you throughout your day and lead you and guide you as you yield to the calling of the Holy Spirit. And those of you, my friends, soon to be family, you indeed may not clearly understand these words today. They may not be clear to your mind and into your heart, but it's because of sin. We know that we all have been in a place where sin has blinded us from hearing and receiving the words of God. But God said, if you confess your sins to him, he is faithful, he is just, to forgive you of your sin and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. If out of your mouth you call upon the name of Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead to pay the penalty, the price for your sin, you shall be saved. Your eyes shall be opened. Your ears shall hear. You shall taste and see that the Lord our God, he is good and he is worthy to be praised. And we want to walk with you, family. This journey was not made to be walked alone. It was made to be shared with and in community as we read and receive each day our daily bread. We notice one common thread, and that is things are done in unity, one with another. There is, one, there is no one single man or woman that is the sole conqueror or sole um, character of any story, even Jesus, our Lord and Savior. So we thank you, family. We love you, indeed we do. Grace and peace be upon you. And we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. And in the meantime, family, be a blessing to those around you. Glory, hallelujah.